welcome to the X's and T podcast, where we talk about X's and T with your hosts, Corey and Danny. Welcome back, everybody, to another lovely episode of X's and T podcast. Trauma 101. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of trauma here. Yeah. Before we get this started, we are doing a part two with my brother today. But before that, I do want to do another trigger warning. This is this episode is going to talk about domestic violence and infant death. So if you do not want to hear about this, skip this episode too and rejoin us on our next one. We will not be offended. We understand. Yeah, it's uh it's a lot. So we don't blame you if you don't want to be here for this. But if you do, we appreciate you either way. Yeah, absolutely. Go catch up on our old episodes. Um, catch us on our next episode. But we're here again with Corey's brother. Hi, Brandon. Hello. All right. So last last um episode, we kind of ended it on how I was talking. We were talking to the detectives at the house and we were trying to get a hold of you basically to figure out kind of what was going on. And so started off, the detectives started calling you but you obviously didn't answer because well it was in the middle of the night yeah it was probably by then 2 30 or so in the morning and then they couldn't get a hold of you so dad ended up calling you and after a while you finally did answer your phone and we got a hold of you and I remember dad telling you what was going on and why basically that there was detectives just showed up at our house and basically told you why they were there what was what do you remember about that phone call and kind of how you were feeling well i mean you know we always have a rule in our house if you call you know twice or more back to back it you know something's wrong right you know so i seen the detectives they called but it was a number that i didn't recognize so i was like you know whatever right. yeah this time is like 2 30 3 o'clock you know so i was figured you know maybe some drunk dude was coming trying to find a ride home from the bar or whatever and dialed the wrong number you know right. they didn't leave a voicemail or anything like that so i just kind of let it be and went back to bed yeah and then dad called once and then i was like well that's kind of weird you know i was like you know whatever three o'clock in the morning you know okay yeah i'm not answering the phone and then he called again and i was like okay you know i guess i should answer yeah yeah i was like something's wrong you know like you know i don't know you know something's wrong with my mom or you know I don't, who knows just fuck me though right for <laughs> you yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess, you know, I guess you'd be all right. You know, so I, I answered the phone and was like, hey, dad, what's up? And then he's like, is, is Sam with you? I'm like, yeah, I think so. I'm like, I don't know. It's three o'clock in the morning. So I remember like half asleep reaching over to the bed and like I hit her a couple of times. And I'm like, yeah, she's here. You know, like, I, I was like, that's a weird fucking question to ask me at three o'clock in the morning. Right. And then dad's like, well, there's, there's a couple of detectives here looking for her. I was like, wait, what? And I was like, okay, yeah, right. she's here. And then, you know, he's like, you're going to, you're going to come out of the house. I was like, okay. You're <laughs> like, why so early yeah but he he never you know dad never told me what was going on why they were there nothing like that he just said they were, were on our way wow so, so what's going like, through your mind at this point like i'm sure you're confused you're probably, oh, yeah, the- like i didn't know what was going on like i didn't have any idea like at the time like i seen the thing on facebook and I asked her about it she goes oh i don't you know i don't know maybe it happened after i left or whatever like that because it was she would have got off at like four o'clock that day i think it was and when she got mm-hmm. picked up it was 2 30 3 o'clock something like that mm-hmm. wow you know, if, I, if I remember right, it wasn't till like eight o'clock or so. Yeah, it was when it like seven or eight till the release, the Facebook release was. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I didn't, I, 
that was shit. I mean, that was three, four hours after she would have got off. Like, you know, like whatever. Yeah. It was, you know, third shift or, you know, whatever it was. And uh, all I remember is I, you know, I mom and dad came in first. And I was like, and the detectives were after him. I was like, okay, you know, like whatever. Like Sam's over there. And they're like, well, we need to talk to you first. I'm like, I didn't fucking, I, didn't, I was at work. I, I, right. I don't know what you're talking about. I was right. there. And I remember coming on my front porch and like, we had an acre and we had a long dirt driveway. And mm-hmm. all I remember is my entire property had nothing but Phoenix police cars in, in. and then yeah. there was a truck and an ambulance. Holy shit. And I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? So right. at this point, did you wake her up? Does she know that you were on the phone? Does she know that people are coming over? Yeah, because at that time, my phone rang, you know, the detectives called me a couple times, and then my dad called me a couple times, and then, you know, she woke up because my phone was ringing, because my phone's always on loud. Yeah. You know, so she woke up and you know, was confused just like I was. Like, by my phone, we ran at three o'clock in the morning. Wow. You know, she couldn't hear the conversation I was having with my dad at the time. Right. For a mm-hmm. while, I was asking if she was here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, you know, whatever. So the de- detectives got there and stuff like that. And they pulled me out before they talked to her because I'm pretty sure Corey mentioned something at their house. I did. So, before because, yeah. So when the detectives were there and they were like, well, we're going to go out to the house basically. And I remember I looked at my, I looked at our parents and I was like, you guys need to go out there and be with him because once he finds out, he's not going to react well. And I didn't really like, think anything of that you know I just was like any normal person finding this out there's gonna be some sort of reaction right yeah so yeah I didn't really think anything of it and then that because it started out with only two detectives and obviously by the time they got out there it grew much larger wow so at some point they had called for other resources to come out as well. Oh, I bet. I mean, you're delivering literally some of the worst news yeah. ever. And not only are they delivering news, they have questions. And they have a suspect that you're literally sleeping in bed with. Like, how yeah. crazy is that feeling? And for her to act confused, and that baffles me. It baffles me because, yeah, she acts like she doesn't know anything when she knows exactly what the fuck was happening. Did she? And oh, why they were there. Did she at all, like, turn white? When you were talking about this, like, could you look at her face and remember maybe something was wrong that she wasn't being honest about? No, I, uh, when they came and got me, they came and got me before, like, they put, one detective went around me and went to the bedroom because they're like, where's Sam? I was like, she's in the bedroom right there. And uh, so one detective went around me and went to the bedroom, kind of like held her in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And then they pulled me out the house and we sat in one of the squad cars and had our conversation there and that's when he told me the situation that was going on and they told me that she they had her on camera going in at a certain amount at this time and then it was like an hour and a half later she came out wow and i was like okay. right it didn't you didn't really process what they were yeah, telling like you it, it took me a minute to process it i was like and it finally clicked i was like so you're saying that sam did what i seen on facebook and right. like, like she had a whole ass baby in there and the detective was like yeah that, that's why we're here i was like you've got to be fucking kidding and and wow. I remember sitting there and I just, I just sat in the car. Like, right. I put it shut down. I got yeah. it. I didn't talk for a good 10, 15 minutes. I didn't. I, I was just staring out into space, you know, I, I guess you would say. Right. Uh, like, how do you respond to something like that? Right. Yeah. And then, numb. yeah, I, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. Like, I didn't want to go back in the house. I didn't, I didn't want to do anything. Right. Understandably. You know, and the detective's like, like, well, let's go back inside. And I was like, I really don't want to. I was like, I'll just sit on the porch because we had chairs and stuff out on the front porch. Right. And I was like, I'll 
I'll just sit on the porch. Like I don't I don't want to look at her. I don't want to see her. I don't want I don't want nothing to do with her. Yeah. I was like, if anything, I know you guys are here and I'm it ain't gonna be pretty, I can tell you that. Right. Yeah. Like I don't like that's not me. I don't abuse girls. I don't hit girls. I don't do anything like that. Like, but when it comes to something like that, like you literally just took something that I've always wanted away from me. And I think it should be the other way around. As as fucked up as that is, like it sounds fucked up, but like that that little baby girl didn't deserve that at all. No. Right. I mean, as fucked up as it is, the situation is fucked up. So yeah. anything oh, yeah. that you've thought, I mean, no one's prepared to handle something like this. So no. I would say that, yeah, it's fucked up, but the whole situation's fucked up and no one knows how they're going to handle that. Oh yeah. And I mean, I mean, that's my thing too. And like, I remember very vividly, like walking back in the house, open up the refrigerator, grabbing a beer and walk back out. The time is 3.30 in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And yeah, I, just, I mean, what else do you do at that point? You know, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how to process it. Right. You know, right. Did they question you? Like, did they have like a line of questioning that they needed answers from? Oh yeah, they asked like you know the normal things. You know, like where I was at. I told them I was at work. You know, I was like, you're more welcome to show tomorrow. You can pull our security camera. I was at work. You know, all this other stuff. And they asked if I knew, you know, that if she was pregnant or anything like that. I was like, no. I mean, like I said, I was working 80 hours a week. Like I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, she gained weight, but I mean, that's pretty normal, especially when you're in a stable relationship. It happens. Yeah. It's like I know she gained weight, but I wasn't. I'm not an asshole. I'm not like hey you got fat you know what i mean i'm not gonna... right like why like <laughs> right you won't ask like hey you've gained weight like what's, what's wrong going on yeah yeah and she didn't have any like you know like normal pregnancy things like you know morning sickness or weird cravings or you know mood swings or shit like that you know mm-hmm. wow and yeah i remember after all this had happened i mean even before it happened obviously we didn't see her every day like you did so it probably wasn't as obvious but like we noticed that even she had gained weight i mean not a ton but i mean we've noticed I mean we noticed and we also just kind of noticed that when she did come over like the clothes that she wore did kind of change like she wore baggier clothes but it wasn't we didn't really it didn't click it's not something that you would think about you know it's just there's various reasons I mean I can confirm I have gained quite a bit of weight in a relationship that I've been in and it's like how do you how do you approach that you don't you don't think like there's nothing no red flags that you're like hey I need to start asking questions about this it's just a normal thing and like you said you didn't want to be an asshole you love her you know it's just a normal everyday life and you had no fucking clue yeah yeah and you know it's like and it's you know a couple weeks before that we had a, a new year's party at the house mm-hmm. you know and, and what do you do at parties but then you know like you know from hearing from other people now like you know my ex you know like we were all friends during this and apparently that night she called her called sam out on being pregnant what yeah and then like sam denied it she goes no i'm not no i'm not you know but i wasn't I'm like i wasn't around like i didn't know about this till so after a year or so afterward wow so when they did that kind of the explanation that you were given why did they suspect it was was she just not drinking yeah i mean you know she gained weight you know and stuff like that i mean granted you know my ex and sam and all them knew each other for years before that so like they were around like when she had a previous kid and stuff like that wow i guess she just kind of like picked it up i guess you know what i mean right but it's still weird to me though i mean maybe she didn't drink as much but she was still drinking oh yeah we all hung out together and she was 
was drinking and oh, I yeah. mean and like I would ask questions of like she just stopped drinking randomly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah because that was yeah her drinking oh. was such like a thing that we all did you know we would always I mean if we hung out I mean we were drinking even like Christmas and stuff we make we made jello shots and stuff like that oh, you yeah. know and that was a month before then wow oh yeah yeah if she would have stopped drinking or you know something like that I would have been like hey wait a minute something ain't right you know what I mean right but she didn't but yeah I mean wow I mean yeah it slowed down a little bit but I mean she was also doing this whole diet thing I guess at that time you know mm. so like you know she was like meal prepping and shit like that so it's like yeah, I didn't, you, you I, thought she slowed down because she was doing this diet thing you know yeah you know I didn't I didn't really think about it you know yeah what she wasn't drinking I was drinking you know so <laughs> you know worked out so go back to this night and how I guess the detectives and stuff were kind of questioning you and asking if you knew about it during all of this because obviously the police then questioned her about it and and I remember very vividly when mom and dad came back to the house and basically kind of recapped everything and told me what happened Sam's biggest concern that she had that night was if she was going to lose her job not about the baby that she just threw essentially in the trash can no she just wanted to make sure that she got into contact with HR department and made sure that she still had her job yeah yeah I remember her telling me that she was so sorry and didn't mean for this and all this other thing and I basically looked at her and I was like you don't mean shit to me anymore well, yeah. How can someone that you loved and care about at that time, you know, and then they literally turn around and do this, which is like the most disrespectful thing that you could ever do to someone. This is so beyond fucked up. I want to know yeah. like how disassociated she was from what she did. Right. Well, yeah, I, like that, I still to this day, like I still don't understand like, I'm like there, yeah, like there's a whole lot of shit that could have been like, I wouldn't say a, like avoided. Right. But we could have helped. Yeah. Like yeah. I understand. Or like we could have been in a whole different situation. Like if you would have just said something. Exactly. And the fact that she also, during all of this, she claimed she didn't know she was pregnant, which yeah. maybe she didn't, but I think she did. And she just didn't want to admit to it because it's kind of hard to know that you weren't pregnant when you have previously already been pregnant and have yeah. tried. And I've, yeah. that's, been, that's been my whole thing too. It's like, how does she not know she's not pregnant when she's already been down that road before? And she knows what the pregnancy signs are and knows what, you know, the things are like that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and I, I guess I know every single person's different and I don't want to say that having a second pregnancy is the same for everybody but I immediately knew immediately that I was pregnant because I noticed changes in my body I know like the one thing that we talked about before was I had to pee so much while I was pregnant more than I normally do and I normally have to like a lot yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> um but it's like I knew the day that I was going to take a pregnancy test the day that I missed my period I was like yeah, yeah, you I knew you were pregnant. Fucked. Like right. I knew I was pregnant before the test even came back positive, and I would have only been four weeks at that point. Right. I mean, that's, that's so, early. That is so early in your pregnancy that most oh, yeah. people miss it at that point. Right. But when you've been pregnant, you fucking know. Yeah. It's just. It's, I mean, I can't vouch for that. But still, it's it's those cha- 
changes in like the routine and behavior that you didn't know notice previously with Sam because she essentially hid everything from yeah, you. She didn't change. She like, didn't change from what she was doing on a daily basis, you know? Like I might not be the smartest person out there, but I'm not, you know, I'm not stupid. Right. You know, so I kind of pick up on those things. Yeah. But yeah, like you know, with Sam, like there was no nothing like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just didn't it was just her normal self. Yeah. Wow. That still baffles my mind because there's those TV shows, right? That are like, I didn't know I was pregnant. And you watch them, you're like, nah, I don't buy that. Right. Maybe for your first child. Yeah. Sure, maybe. But not your second. Yeah. Can't, you can't commit. There's me. so much that happens within your body that it, it's such a distinguished change that you can, you can, I mean... Even let's say you don't notice it four weeks in. Maybe you don't notice it eight weeks in. By at least week 20, 21 to 22, you know oh, yeah. you are pregnant. Oh, You're yeah. starting to feel this baby kick. You're starting to feel things. like Yeah, you, there's a whole ass human inside of you that's moving around. There's no way. There's no way you can't feel them. Right. I mean... Especially since how, I mean, later on finding out she was a full term baby. This was not a a short preterm labor, tiny little baby. This was a full term infant. Like there's no, you just can't convince me that she didn't know. So I have a question. Going back to this line of questioning, when you're like finding out everything that happened, right? And you look at her for the first time and you talk to her. What was that conversation like? I know you kind of mentioned it before, but what was that? Was that like i mean it took me probably 15 minutes after i decided to come back inside the house to even say anything to her and i was sitting on the couch and she was sitting in the kitchen ents are looking at her and stuff like that you know doing the normal emp thing and you know she kept trying to talk to me and stuff like that but i just ignored her ignored her and then you know i finally acknowledged her and i basically told her i was like i don't even want to look at you i don't right. even... understandable yeah. i mean i, don't I wouldn't want to look at someone either no be in your presence right now to be honest like there wasn't so many cops blocking my truck in I probably would have left right yeah so what happened like I mean giving birth is such a traumatic event I mean I've never given natural birth both my kids were c-sections but even natural birth which I know Corey you can speak to that Mm -hmm. you're not normal yeah no I couldn't imagine like obviously even before you give birth there are things that happen to your body when you're about to give birth. You have contractions, your water breaks, you lose your mucus plug. I mean, that's a big thing. I mean, that doesn't happen to everybody, but for the most part, pretty common thing. So there were signs where she could have gotten help, but she, after a while of basically ignoring it, she chose not to get help. Yeah. Because you can't tell me she didn't know right. during at that point. Because then. Yeah, and that's like my thing too. It's like, you know, it's like, I, I know, I know there's, you know, you you got your, you know, your water breaks first and your contractions, you know, not necessarily water breaks first, but you know, I mean, you got your water break contractions and then yeah. all the other things like that. I'm like, so if she was in the bathroom for an hour and a half. All of that had to have happened before. Yeah. And she could have called 911 so easily. Oh yeah. And that's what I'm saying too. Like how long was this going on before she went to the bathroom? You know what I mean? Right. 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 Like what compelled her to go to the bathroom where she knew something was off. Right. Yeah. And why, and again, everything we say, we just want to give a quick disclaimer is anything that we suspect is, it's all alleged, right? We don't know her side of the story. Right. All speculation. Yeah. Just so we don't get to. Um, but I mean, you're imagining like the, the moment that are even like going to this moment, like you're heading up to this and, and she's feeling things are off. She knows she needs to go to the bathroom. I guess any sane person who I guess has emotions, right? You feel something's off with your body. Right. You're going to tell somebody. Right. My question, I guess maybe this is, uh, 
maybe it's a forward question that can be asked later or maybe it'll get answered but like did she tell anyone did anybody at all know what happened i mean maybe not that she was pregnant but that she had this incident that happened the only person that i knew that might have known exactly what happened would have been her best friend yeah i'd tell Corey. You'd be the first person. Right. I mean, but obviously I wouldn't do something. And this is the friend that picked her up that day, right? Yeah. And that's the friend that picked her up that day. But I'm not exactly totally sure if she told her the truth on the phone or after she picked her up. Right. Because when she picked her up, she obviously had blood all over her. Like this was not just a normal period blood. This was probably like, it looks like you murdered somebody type blood situation. I mean, right. Because there, I mean, absolutely. A lot of stuff that comes out of your body when you have a baby. Probably not the best choice of words sorry um but (laughs) i just got what you said yeah me too (laughs) but also like yeah when you have like a vaginal birth there's so much that comes out of your body too and i want to know how did she cut the umbilical cord yeah how when where what happened to her placenta yeah did she deliver the placenta afterwards like right because there's also no note of that in the trash can there was no note of the placenta being in there or anything like that it's too big to flush Right, you can't flush that down the toilet. So what where did that go? Wow. I have so many questions and yeah. they'll never they'll never get answered. Yeah. Wow. But I mean, I just want to know because I mean there's a lot of there's a lot that comes out of you when you have a baby. Oh yeah. So yeah, I mean, like that's my thing too. I'm mean, like, there's so many other things that still aren't even to this day, there's, there's still no answer. Right, right. And so basically after after all this happens, you talk to the detective. From my understanding and Brandon, obviously, correct me if I'm wrong. They ended up taking her to the hospital, right? To be kind of evaluated and basically confirm that she had given birth. Yes. Yeah, she was taken. Um, I don't know exactly what hospital it was, but one of the hospitals are in Arizona and in, in Phoenix. Right. I say. Um, but I mean, yeah, after that, I mean, I told her, I mean, after that, I mean, I told her not to come back. Right. Yeah. And then, so once, I don't know exactly when it happened. I'm pretty sure it was that same night. Um, I guess maybe it could have been after she went to the hospital, but after basically they confirmed that it was her. And I don't know if she finally like admitted to it or if it was just because, you know, obviously there's evidence that it was her. They had her her on security cam. I mean, in in the Amazon building, you can only get to a certain area without having a security card. I know. Yeah. I worked at one. Yeah, you can basically you know, only get through the front doors and that's as far as you go. Yeah. Because right? like, there's a security checkpoint, right? When you get the inside. Yeah, right. Yeah. You can only go like what? Like a 10 by 10 room before you got to go through security pretty much. Um, I, I guess it just depends on the facility, but the facility I worked at, you literally walked into like this lobby area and then the security was right there and you had to go yeah. through like, these metal detectors and stuff like oh, that. And you have to have a, like a card, like a, you got yeah, a security card that you have to, yeah, your ID badge that you have to scan in. Well, UPS was like that too. Yeah. So if you, you can't get very far. Like, and like all, all the bathrooms are after that point. Like there's no yeah, bathroom yeah. before the security. It's all after the security. Exactly. So when somebody would have picked her up, it's not like they would have been able to bring her anything inside. She no. walked through she walked past so many people mm-hmm. and so many nobody batted an eye about it no i guess that's wild yeah like how do you get past so, so many, many people? people like is she like i guess i don't know what kind of lies did she tell yeah like how how did she play that off i guess like did i guess she probably did just say she had a period right like, i mean that that's a lot like that's that's a stretch that's a huge stretch. I mean, maybe well, if she I mean, had a buddy on, she could have. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, if you think about it, I mean, if it was guys that she ran into and just told her that she had a period, I mean, we wouldn't question it. 
That's right. true. We don't true. know, you know. They would have looked the other way and been like, okay, and try to yeah. rush out of there, you know? Right. Yeah, Get you know, if it was girls, they'd probably been like, ah, wait a minute, you know? Yeah, right. You know, so, but I mean, that's the thing, like, I mean, who knows? Guy, you know, we don't know. I mean, besides that, I mean, there's still so many unanswered questions where we just don't know. We don't know, and we probably never will know. Right. right. So after, basically, they get done confirming her, and whether she actually confirms that she did have a child, she was then arrested. No? No, she was. So Wait, she was she, never, was she arrested at all? Yeah, she was. Okay. So when, yes. um, so she was, she was transported to the hospital, and I, I remember this because I think it was dad, our dad. Yeah, I remember. Told you to go with her. Told, yeah, told me to go with her, and I was like, I'm not fucking going with her. Right. And then it was funny, too, because I, I remember this, because I remember mom looking at dad like, what the fuck are you just right you know and i'm like i'm not going with her like i'm there ain't no way in hell i'm going with no you know but i know she was she went to the hospital got checked out and that was the last i heard from her for a little while then i know she was staying at her dad's house and uh then she came a couple weeks after that she came back to the house and at that point i was never really at the house Mm -hmm. like it was my house but i was never really there i was working all the time right you know like when i was there i Ate, showered, and I left. Yeah. You know, like that. Yeah, she was there, but it was really about. Yeah. You know, like we had an extra bedroom. Like if I did sleep there or whatever, like I slept in the extra bedroom or I slept on the couch. Right. Wow. Understandably so. Until I figured out my shit, what I was going to do. So you have to go home to this place knowing that she's there, following everything that just happened. I can't imagine that was easy. No. And I made it to, I also like, it got to the point where I didn't want to go home. So I would work till one, two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I remember I that. Home. You'd like send me Snapchats and you're still at work. I'm like, dude. <laughs> yeah. And like, I would go home, shower, sleep for a couple hours and I'd go back to work. Like she would, she wouldn't have no idea that I was there. like not a clue. So when, when she finally did come back, um, you said she stayed at her dad's house for, you know, for a couple of weeks. During this time, after the police had, had questioned her, did she have any explanations? Did the detectives tell you what she said? No, they never did said she- anything. Thing. they never told me anything um did she ever after. reach out to you she tried i still have voicemails to this day that i actually found a couple couple weeks ago Wow. On my voice that um, she just wanted to talk to me that she was sorry and all you, this is not something you can just apologize no. for and get over. <laughs> How? Wow. I guess, like you guys said, you know, there's questions that you'll never have answers to, but psych- psychologically, like, is she a psych? Like, is she a sociopath? She has, oh, to, she be. has to be. She would have to be, yeah. To have no emotion towards that. And like, no remorse. Why does that remind me of somebody? Right. That same demeanor that that just so much. So much no. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's I mean, my therapist told me once that personality disorders are made. They are not they're not you're not born with a personality disorder, right? Like borderline or antisocial personality disorder, things like that. Like you're not born with those. Right. And so now you're talking about this person who up until this moment seemed normal and all she has to say is the night it happened, she was worried about her job. Yeah. And then yeah. she's sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm like, dumb about it. Like, literally, she acted like if, like if nothing ever happened. Like, yep. it didn't yeah. it. Wow. So, okay, obviously, she was kind of fast-forwarding here a little bit, kind of foreshadowing. She has still, to this day, in 2022 now, this happened in 2019, still to this day, she has never been convicted of anything that has happened. So, she technically was arrested because she did see a judge for this, but the judge she said was- she was not a flight risk, so she they let her go yeah she was charged right she was charged but not convicted convicted. yeah yeah she was she was charged with it but never fully convicted for it right and she i mean it's been this long 
and we still have not seen any justice of this. A little bit also going, I guess, forward after she was arrested, after the judge says, hey, this girl's not a flight risk, even though she just did some awful, awful crime. And then she basically goes about her life and just lives her life like nothing happened. How? I don't know. How do you fucking do that? Right. How on this, how on God's green earth do you do that? Right. And just act like nothing ever happened. Well, that's I don't makes- know this situation. I'm crying. Well, that's what made me mad is that they didn't hold her account. They didn't do, they didn't do that jack shit. Like how... How can you not say someone's not a flight risk when they just did what they did? Like, I mean, they're a risk of something, right? I mean, to me, I mean, that's that's borderline murder, is what it is. It is. I mean, I in, in a roundabout way, I mean, as, as fucked up as it sounds, I mean, in a roundabout way, it, 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 it is what it is, right? And the big thing that I mean, we kind of asked ourselves is, and we still don't know for sure, we, and obviously, we won't, but she claims that the baby was stillborn when she was born. However, obviously there was like an autopsy done after after this had happened, but the medical examiner could not determine if that was true or not. Is that yeah. what kind of led to her not being charged is not knowing if the baby took a breath, right? Because if the baby did take a breath, it would be murder. Right, yeah. because, and I, yeah. And like, you know, I kind of talked to some other people in the law enforcement area and stuff like that. And, you know, they're telling me, yeah, it, it, what they're doing is they're building a bigger case on her. It's pretty much what they're doing. Right, we heard that a lot. You know, because what basically the charges that she was looking at was anywhere from 6 to 16 years or something like that. It was like a class 5 felony or something like that. Right. Basically what the, what the charge that she was was went to court for was for um was abuse something? of corpse no it was something about human remains oh i don't remember what Wrong, wrongful human something like that with human remains but it was it was a class five felony and it was like six to 16 years or six to 18 years something like that and i know another one was had to do with abuse of corpse as well because you can't just throw a dead because, body into a trash can. And, and yeah, and that was because she put it in a plastic bag, you know? So it's like, so like, I don't know exactly what's going on. Like still to this day, I have the executive's card in my wallet right. still to this day, but I've wanted to call him many, many, many times, but I can't bring myself to do it. Mm-hmm, right. Just because I don't want to open all that back up again. Yeah. Right. Where I finally, I mean, now, I mean, shit, it's been almost three years and I'm just now talking about it. Yeah. Where it's been almost I, four years. Yeah. I mean, yeah, in a couple months it'll be four years. Yeah. You know, so it's like. The it's justice like, system failed. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's like, what, what, what do I say to him? You know what I mean? Right. Right. Kind of a hard thing to talk about. You know, like call up the detective and be like, hey, remember this case back in 2019? Yeah. What's going on with it like kind of an awkward thing i guess so she's roaming the street got free yeah with no remorse of the fact that this was a human life that she totally disregarded i mean not only the fact that she disregarded a human life but she obviously disregarded your life Corey, your life your parents lives Mm -hmm. i mean it's not just it didn't just affect her it's like so many different people were impacted by this Mm -hmm. and we're still impacted by it i mean literally Every year. Oh, yeah. Because after that whole situation, I went down a a very dark, deep black hole. Right. I bet. Like, I went downward quick. Understandably. I mean, that's a lot to go through for anybody. How do you, how do you recover from that? Slowly. Wow. You know, I was just lucky enough where I had a good group of people around me where it made it a little bit easier. Um, Also, like, they're kind of going back 
because now I'm just kind of remembering more. Um, there was there was a lot. This case was big. It was all over news, all over the news, like a lot of media coverage. There was a lot of media coverage. Oh, yeah. It was it, it was everywhere. You saw it on the news. It was on um Facebook, like Fox News, CNN. Yeah, it was everywhere. We had a news reporter show up to our parents' house, and mom kindly told them not kindly told them to fuck off and finally she could (laughs) (laughs) oh no she did she her words exactly were fuck off um but how obviously seen especially on facebook i saw a lot on the local news station like the facebook um news station obviously there was an article written about this i mean several but in this one in particular you you kind of deep dive into it and you read the comment on this and you know people are they they go through everything and obviously they she had a facebook at the time so they saw her facebook and obviously they ended up finding you and there was a lot of really bad things that they were even saying about you and stuff like that how how did how was that going through and did you read any of the things that they were saying or anything like that? I mean, I read a, I read a couple of them. Yeah. You know, a lot of, you know, you're a, a giant piece of shit and you should kill yourself for doing this and all this other mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. You know, but then there was a couple, you know, people out there that are like, hey, I don't know the situation, but you should probably deactivate her Facebook and all this other stuff. And, uh, you know, but I mean, I don't know how many message requests I got on Facebook of just pure fucking hate. Yeah thinking that people I had something to do with it when I had nothing to do with it exactly you know but and, you people know, are so fast to be keyboard warriors and talk their shit oh yeah on Facebook like, and if, stuff. if people would just say something and like you know not immediately thinking that I'm just a giant piece of shit and wanted this is what I wanted and all this other shit when you know for the people that know me and know that I, I wanted kids and especially a girl you know because like you know you have a son you know, and like I wanted, I wanted a girl. You know, but I mean, I mean, at that point, like I wouldn't even care what it is. I, mean, I wouldn't care right. if it was a son or a girl. You know, I just, you've always had this thing. You've always wanted to be a dad. You know. Yeah. You know, and it hurt even worse knowing that it was a little girl at that point. You know, it right. It really, it really hurt. A lot. Yeah. And I know. Um. I mean, just kind of. I mean, we tried to keep her memory alive as much. I mean, obviously, we never got to. We never got to meet her or anything like that. But. I mean, we try not to, you know, forget about her because she is a big part of us and who we are as a family. We have the first Christmas after this happened, I had like a ornament made and it had, it has her birthday on it. You named her. We gave her a name. Do you remember what you named her? Paisley. And it's Paisley K, right? Yeah. And K is after my mom. Um, That's my mom's middle name. Uh, We just didn't think it was fair that she didn't have a name. So we wanted to make sure that we named her because we, you know, we never got to experience her and we never will. And somebody so evil took that away from us, from all of us. That's a a human. Yeah. That's a a human. That's an innocent life that somebody destroyed. Not even just her life, but my brothers and me and my parents, we all missed out on, you know, being an aunt, being another grandparent, being a dad, because there's no doubt in my mind, we would, no matter the situation, if she would have told us, we would have, we would have helped her. We would have done everything that she wanted. If she didn't even want to be a part of the child's life, that's fine. I mean, my brother, obviously, he would take care of her, and we would help her, help him as much as we could, just like, 
my parents and he does for me when I had my son like it's not something that you know I mean, was a bad I, thing that's what I told her too I was like you know I didn't at that you know I told her I was like I didn't give a shit if you wanted to be in her life or not like you would have said something right if like, we would have known and we figured it we out on my own. You. right you know but I mean even still to this day there isn't a day that I don't go into Walmart or tractor supply or you know sportsman's warehouse or you know anything like that it's got kids clothes where I don't look at little girls clothes right it's just, know, just there's so many what ifs of what could have happened if she just would have spoke up and told us yeah, she oh, could yeah. have very easily called 911 and told somebody yeah. and spoke up. And I mean, how evil of a person do you have to be? Mm-hmm. I mean, how I don't, I, she has to be a sociopath. That's yeah. the only thing that I can think of because those people don't feel empathy. Right. They don't feel fucking anything. They don't feel love. They don't feel compassion. They feel nothing. And I looked at her mugshot. She looks, she has crazy eyes like Kyle. She does have Kyle. Like that lights on, nobody's home. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like there's almost, there's almost a smile there too. Yeah, it's disturbing, and I don't know. I don't. It's. I feel bad because I don't. I don't have the right words. You know, obviously, I'm not a part of your guys' family, but I definitely feel. Yeah, but, but I mean, but you are. I mean, oh, in, a round, in a roundabout way, I mean, you are. You know, the thing is, too, it's like, you know, going back to my ex, you know, like her and her youngest, we were really close because she would have been around about the same age. Or she'd be a year older than what Paisley would have been. And literally, like, the first time I met that little girl, she was one. And she sat on my lap for three hours. Wow. And, like, ever since then, it's just, she followed me everywhere and anywhere. Yeah. You know, and it's just, we've always had that, you know. Yeah. Sounds like you're really good with kids. But that's what I hear. I've always heard that. I mean, I think so. But. We've had a lot of cousins and little cousins. And I mean, I mean, even when my son was born, I mean, you, you changed his diaper for the first time. I, um, I mean, you were one of the, you were, you were in the hospital with me basically the whole time, other than when I actually gave birth and I made y'all leave. <laughs> I mean, otherwise before that, when I was laboring and stuff, I mean, you were there the whole time. I mean, you fed him. Yeah. I mean. You did all of that. I was was driving tow truck at the time. So it's like, there was a tow truck sitting in the parking lot. Yeah. You know, and I left, did my call or whatever I got. And I came right back. Came back. Yeah. It's like, it's just sick because there's, there's no way we wouldn't have done anything we could have to help her and support her. Right. And the fact that she chose not to get help or ask or call 911 is just sick. Yeah. I mean, still like to this day, I still think of like how different my life would have been if there was almost a four-year-old running around. Right. Oh my God. That I rem- think about that all the time. That reminds me of what Tara Lynn said in, in our interview with her. And it's so hard for me to say out loud because it's hard. Um, but as soon as your trauma happens, the person that you could have been died that day. Oh, yeah, so not absolutely. only do you mourn the life of this person, uh, uh, of this baby, but it's your life and who you would have been too mm-hmm. oh yeah and like i'm 100 not the person i used to be oh 100 no. i'm not near as happy as i used to be i'm not i'm not anywhere close to the person that i used to be at all right i mean other aside from this there's also a lot of other things that you've went through that have caused you a lot of trauma so oh yeah but i mean this was definitely like the oh the, the most knife traumatic. in the coffin you know yeah for sure all right there was already a coffin with little daggers in it this was the the knife that went all the way through right you know yeah i mean like i definitely have i mean i definitely have walls that are 
extremely hard to take down now yeah. you, know, from, you know another person and that was you know my exes and you know my exes and I biggest fight was that you know I don't open up like I used to but after that level of betrayal how do you right oh yeah I mean that's that's the thing is like you know I mean if someone could do that to me then what's the difference between someone cheating on me or someone you know you know what I mean yeah mm-hmm. yeah I mean anything could happen at this point right yeah I guess following this I mean we know now that she was never convicted um, there's no real closure for this. But no. I mean, I guess in your healing journey, what like what uh, like what have you done for yourself that kind of you know has helped you maybe heal a little bit? I mean, I don't think there is anything that could really help you heal from that. Sure. You know, but I mean, a couple of years after that, you know, I ended up moving to Tennessee for a couple of years. You know, we bought a house there and then right out of there. I mean, it's always in the back of your head. It's always something you're thinking about. You just don't forget. It's not something, something that you forget. Yeah, yeah you, don't, you don't forget that, you know, but I mean, I mean, I, I, as fucked up as it sounds, I drink a whole lot more than I used to. You know, some days are way worse than others. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I mean, I shoot it anymore on TikTok, you know, some there, you know, there's a little girl on there or whatever like that, you know, I mean, I don't see it. I mean, it's not weird or anything, you know, but. I mean, like, you know, you get like the, the little baby girl with like the cow video or, you know, you know, whatever, like on that, you know, yeah, and I, yeah. it kind of sucks. I think I experienced that, you know? Right. Right. You can't, you just can't help but wonder what your life could have been, you know? Oh yeah, exactly. You know, like where would I be if, you know, she was running around? Right. Cause your, your life would have been way different. Yeah. Well, yeah. That constant state of what well, if, what if, what if, um, you know, what if somebody had intervened? What if something, you know, if she would have said something, what, like, what if somebody else noticed and, and said something? There's so many, like, right. little things that could have turned fate so differently. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, but I mean, at that point, I mean, you know, like all, everyone always says, you know, God's got a plan for you and stuff like that, you know, but I don't know what kind of plan God's got for me, but fucking fucked up Rocky Road, I can tell you that. <laughs> It'd be a little nicer. Yeah. yeah, I hear that, but I guess uh, if anything, we're all stronger after trauma, right? I Somehow, guess, some way. That's what they say, anyway. I guess I'm uh-huh. one of the strongest shoulders because it seems like it keeps coming. That, that was a lot. That was heavy. If you or someone you know is in a situation that they cannot help themselves, call for help. We will link below the um, phone number to the national domestic violence hotline at the very least you could potentially save someone's life um i think it's important to speak up and don't be a fucked up person don't do bad things don't do bad things. make good choices thank you so much for coming on our podcast and speaking on this i'm sure it was not easy but we're grateful for your time and if anything i hope i hope talking about it yeah. helped a little bit at least i think so i mean like i said i mean it's been the first time i talked about it since it happened right you know so i mean, I mean it's not something that you just randomly share with people it's not the first thing that you talk about with someone you know well again thank you so much for your time yes thank you for allowing us to have you on the podcast and talk about it I know it's not been an easy thing but we're grateful that you were willing to even talk about it and let us kind of harass you about it what a first conversation though yeah I mean any other conversation we have going forward isn't going to be so bad Right. Well, and it's funny too because, like, when you know, Corey first told me that you guys are starting this podcast, and like, as soon as she told me that she's starting this podcast about talking about exes and stuff, I was like, Yep, I'm gonna be on it at some point. <laughs> Honestly, like, I was like, I know exactly what she's gonna want to talk about. All right, where can they follow us, Corey? 
You guys can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at xsnt underscore podcast. And if you want to be a part of our speak out sessions and get your story heard, um, you can send us an email either through social media as well, or you can send us an email at xsnt dot podcast at gmail.com and once again we want to thank you brandon for being on the podcast and stay tuned next episode we promise will be lighter yes we will heal you a little bit at a time <laughs> yeah bye, bye.